everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support and downloading of this podcast. We are doing it, guys. We are just making waves and I want us to keep making those waves. Hey, let's make some surfer waves. How about that? Yeah, we're closing up another year and I can't wait to see what the logistics show as far as how many listeners, downloads, all that good stuff. So when I get it, I promise to share it with you guys, all right? Also, I want you to continue to visit that website. You all are doing amazing. Uh, If you have not yet... I need you to go there. I tell you every week. Renee Roberts. I am Renee Roberts.com. Yes. All right. Just go there. Check it out. If you need private coaching, I'm available. I would love to join you on your journey. And you know what? I need some of my fellow, um, should I call, I don't want to call you sojourners, (laughs) but for some of my people that I'm on the journey with, Hey, you know what? I'm going to be reaching out to you because I need some testimonials and I would love to be able to read some of them on the podcast. All right. So I'll be hitting you up, but, um, if you're already ready which some of you may be, go ahead and, and email me or inbox me your testimonial. I would love for others to hear how coach my world is making your world amazing. Yes. And also follow me on Facebook and Instagram, those same testimonials for those of you that are not shy. I would love to post those also on the social media platform at I am Renee Roberts. If you're not following me, get on over there to those pages and follow me. And while you're at it, join the coach, my world podcast fam, Facebook group. I don't know what's happening with that right now, but I'm not going to stress it. Listen, we want to talk or we don't. doesn't matter as long as you all are downloading and listening to this podcast. Yes, let's keep that rolling. But that that group is open to all. So please go and join. Uh, we would love to have you. And you all know our ultimate thing to do for this podcast is for every episode to be a therapeutic time of healing, self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's keep our lives moving forward as we do each week. I am very, I don't want to say sad guys, but I don't know. I, I hate when good things come to an end, right? So for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the psychological impacts of the Christian church, or I should say the psychological impact is one big impact of the Christian church. And um, you all know I have had with me in the studio my favorite person on the earth, LaShawn Brooks, Coach LaShawn. (laughs) She's been present and willing and ready uh, just to go in on this topic that is so relevant for both of us. Uh, And so we're going to conclude it today, or I should say in this episode, uh, but it's not going to stay far from our hearts. All right. So I promise we'll get back into some of the things in this area and you're going to be hearing from my, my, uh, what should I call you? What did you say you were going to call me? (laughs) Part-time (laughs) co-host. Your part-time co-host. Well, you're going to be my unpaid co-host. Okay. So, you know, from my unpaid co-host, uh, you're going to be hearing more from her and I, um, as the new year gets kicked in, but, um, we did want to, finish this off and leave you guys in a very good space with it. We know we've been sharing a lot of good stuff. Um, And I, for this episode, I really have an objective. I definitely want us to get into more specifically, (coughs) excuse me, guys. I want to more specifically get into 
some of the particular negative impacts mm-hmm. that, you know, church has had on um, not just female pastors or female leaders, mm-hmm. but on people, Yeah. period. Yeah. Because people are hurting. Absolutely. People are not just church hurt. They are psychologically bruised. They are psychologically damaged. Yeah. They are psychologically wounded. And it is a result of the church. Now, whether the church was the origin of those those breakages, we can't say. Mm-hmm. But we will say this emphatically, that the church has exacerbated a lot of people's pre-existing damage. Yes. Yes? We yeah. agree on that? Agreed. So, Coach LaShawn, you have anything you want? No, no. God, listen, Coach LaShawn owes us a story. Because for you, if you didn't listen to last episode, you won't know what we're talking about, and you don't need to bring them up to speed. We're just going right in, all right? Mm. But she Mm -hmm. mentioned to us something about colors in the bedroom. Yes. So I wrote down that note, because I was like, oh, no, she won't be slipping away on this one. (laughs) Talk to us, because I know we were talking about the first ladies, the pastor's wives, Mm -hmm. and just talk to us. Give give us some more on that. Let's, Let's go. We ran out of time, but... Let's just pick up from there. I have I've so many stories, <laughs> but the stories about the colors in the bedroom, um, someone actually came up to me when I was just getting married and getting ready to move out of my parents' house. And she said that God told her what colors my bedroom should be. <laughs> Now, did God talk this over with you? Or? Absolutely not. Oh, so uh, this I, was just something, you know, you just were not, you were, weren't in the loop on this No, one. I wasn't in the loop. As a matter of fact, it, the colors, the, the print on the fabric that she bought us is literally stained in my brain. Like, I can what actually it? see it. It's the, it was this horrible blue, and blue is actually my favorite color, but this blue was awful. Oh. It was an awful <laughs> It was an awful blue with these awful flowers all wow. over it, you know, wow. like just things that I am not really into. I love sunflowers, but these flowers were not my type of flower. Were they like old flowers? They, they were, were just, like a grandma print. It was a grandma print. Oh. You know. Oh like maybe my grandma might like this, but me. <laughs> I can't stand this thing. This is not thing. the sheets for going down. This <laughs> no, is not the sheets. No. Oh, wow. They had the, you know, inside of the flower bloomed awful yellow. Now, I love yellows. I love blues. <laughs> but these colors were awful. This was not God. It was not God. But at the time, did you <laughs> did you believe it was God? I Absolutely not. Okay, so I, that's fair to say you didn't use the sheets. And the crazy thing is, is that she gave it to us begrudgingly. So she brought the comforter set and all of these things to decorate the bedroom. And she said, well, God told me to give you this, and this should be the colors of your room. And, sh- and then under her breath, she said, youngins, young and dumb, keeping house. Girl, listen. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. I have so many stories like that. But literally, you know, in those spaces, when it comes to pastors um, and their families, their wives, themselves, a lot of times we are missing boundaries. Mm. And people Talk say and do whatever they feel like they want to say and do, mm-hmm. and then expect those who are in leadership to just kind of deal with it. 
Wow. You know, so that wow. was that was the awful story How of the bedroom colors. How would you say that in particular mm-hmm. um, impacted you along the way um, as a female pastor, leader? How did that impact me? Or did it? It definitely impacted me because when I look at, um, you know, it's like you get very street smart if i can say it that mm-hmm. way you know mm-hmm. you get very street smart street and you creeps. start yeah you start understanding like what type of person you don't want around you know and you start being able to feel it before they even open their mouths wow you know so it affected me in a way where i got extremely discerning um spiritually and you know just mentally like Mm-mm-mm. this mm-hmm. person is not gonna they're not gonna fit or this person can't hold their tongue or this person is too deep so you can you become extremely selective wow. about certain people because it's just kind of like Mm-mm. wow no sis did you see the did you see your life's trajectory when you were younger mm-hmm. did you see that <clears throat> being a part of your life's trajectory or was that something you feel you became conditioned to be because of what you experienced or saw or were part of? That is a great question. Um, As far as pastoring being a part of my trajectory, I realized that everything that I did outside of church didn't matter. Mm. So coming even from middle school, wanting to be a part of... Uh, the basketball team and all of those different, you know, um, school activities. Yeah, the secular things, they did not matter. So I spent a lot of time on my own in middle school and high school, no one coming to my games. It it wasn't important. Because it wasn't church. It wasn't church. And so I don't even think that my parents realized, you know, that it caused me to shift and say, well, these things are not important. Education mm-hmm. is not important. Only the Bible. Only what we do for church, yeah. what we do for God, those things. The Bible and prayer conferences yeah. and that kind of stuff. Those okay. things are most important. Oh, so okay. that put me on the trajectory to focus solely on what I needed to do for wow. God. Wow. Absolutely. So focusing solely on what we thought that's what yeah. we need to do for God, yeah. right? Yeah. Because church has within its own, um, it, within its own system, mm-hmm. you know, different things that culturate us. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So we start thinking that this is the will of God, or this is what the will of God looks like. And if yeah. I'm not doing this, then it's not the will of God. Well, listen, listeners, you know, the will of God looks so colorful. Yes. And it has so many different variations of sometimes the same colors, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, his will does not look the same for all of our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know, this side of life, I understand this better, but even in being called to be a pastor or if you feel called to ministry, it doesn't have to look like what it looks like for other people. Come on, right. You know, when right. God calls people he understands who they are Mm. and so he does not call you out of your personality he doesn't call you out of um you know your identity Mm -hmm. he calls you right you know because he made you he made you he wanted you 
to me. With all of your preferences, hey. with all of the, you know, your favorite color, your your favorite thing to do. You know, he made you with all of those things. So he made you knowing what color you wanted in your own bedroom. Yes, he knew that. Mm, my God. He all knew. right. So <laughs> listen. So that was the color in the bedrooms. Okay, yes. now we get it. Because and I'm remembering now we were talking about people dressing us, trying to dress us oh my to gosh. make us look like yeah. you know, these First lady, first pastor's wives, whatever mm-hmm. the heck. You know, first of all, I'm just over the titles. Mm-hmm. I really, but that's a whole nother episode. We're not even going to deal with that. But I I was really over the title. So then on top of that, you trying to dress me based on this title. Oh my gosh. You're really taking me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not who I am. I don't, I don't vibe like that. I don't wear those clothes. No. Those things. And I definitely don't wear hats. Those things are not my, they are not my style. And honestly, it's not any of their styles. No. But they've been conditioned to believe this is the way. Because you don't wear that every day. You better not be wearing you it to wear work, that girl. Day. You no. Better, no. You better not be wearing it to the movies. No. No. I, in my life, I had an exception to the rule. My mom and the way that she dressed so fashionably. Yeah, your mom was fashion. That was her fashion all day. For it. it was a gift. Your mom sat in the house made up. Yes, she did. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. To my seat, to my chair, <laughs> you know? So for her, fashion was a gift for her. But then you have all of these people trying to be like in, her. Listen, mom had her own impact, so she created her <laughs> own attire. Her like own style. she had her own first lady style, and it was just out of the box. Yeah, it way was. out of the Absolutely box. Absolutely beautiful. So I would be sitting next to her on the front row, her and all of her frilly frillies, and I would have on some Jordans. Did you, you feel know? out of place? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> not with her. She never made me feel no, not, out of place no, for of that. Course not with but mom, a lot but of with, people, with the people around, they her. would try to make me feel out of place. But at did times. you ever feel out of place? Woo-hoo. The only time I would feel out of place is if I came in heels, dressed up. Mm. That's when I would feel out of place. And then they would go, "Oh my God, you wearing heels today?" And I'm like, "Sis, I'm versatile. I need you to understand, Come on, like." <laughs> I need you to understand there are different parts to me, you know, just because you can't expand. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not stuck in one way of doing things in one way of, of, of expressing my identity. I dress up and I dress up and I absolutely. That's so good. That's so good. I, I hope this is liberating someone, you know, even this is not just for women leaders or women pastors, you could be that person that's just attending church regularly and feeling out of place because maybe you don't dress like the rest of them or maybe you don't want to dress like the rest of them. Or maybe you have preferences that are different from everyone else's preferences. Yes, and you know what? We applaud you and we encourage you like, go, wear those, wear whatever. Wear wear whatever is decent and, uh, you know, that you enjoy, that you prefer. Yeah. It's okay. It is definitely okay. Yeah. We got to break out of these boxes, Absolutely. right? Because when we stay in the box, this is where the damage begins. Yeah. The psychological damage really begins, and we don't even realize that we're being psychologically damaged. Don't even know. By suppressing yeah. and, and trying to conform mm-hmm. and trying to mirror and be conditioned by things that don't serve us. They don't. And, and that's the thing. When we come to God, it's so important to know that um, it, the, the, the situation, the relationship is a win-win. Yeah. You know Come what on. I mean? Yes. He, he never approached P 
people, if you pay attention to the things that he would say in the Bible, he never approached people without letting them know the benefits of being in cahoots with him. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He understood that if you're going to be with me, if I'm asking something of you, Mm -hmm. then there ought to be a benefit. There Mm -hmm. ought to be an empowerment in being connected to me. Yeah. You know, and that's true connection, true exchange is you giving me the real you and me giving you the real me. So if I come to God and I am not giving him the real me, I'm giving him this made up fancy boo, something that somebody dressed me up and tries to make me look like, act like, speak with an accent when I know I was born in South Florida. Like, like, that ain't you. (laughs) You are not from the South. (laughs) Right. So bringing that... To God, oh, he's like, who? Who are you? Who's this? Yeah, and how can who told he? Told you you were naked, right? Right. <laughs> who, who told you you had to wear that who that type of clothing? Who told you to put that fig tree on your? Where did that hat come from? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Oh my God. Who told you you were a first lady? Mm. Who told you that you had to pray at six a.m. in the morning? Oh, who boy. told you that you could not? Be who you are in coming into a relationship with God. Who told you that? Jesus. Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to take a breather right there. Because <laughs> I can see. Y'all not here to see. Like, it's, it's getting amped up right here. So, <laughs> let's make a quick left right here. And I want us to, before we run out of time, which I can't believe the time is. Is that so time wild. right? Yeah, it's The time right. is actual minutes. It is actual minutes. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> let's do this really quick. I want to, we're going to close it out, but I don't want to end without really sharing some specific uh, negative impacts that I've uh, either encountered or counseled people through. And I want you to kind of jump in on them as I put them out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just kind of briefly go through them. So I know one of the the major negative impacts uh, that I've seen um, is a a negative impact on self-esteem. Oh, my gosh. What you think about that? Yes, yes. Like self-image completely being torn up. Mm. And it it leads into self-rejection. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's another whole top. Let me write that one down. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Another impact is uh, the ability to be human. Oh, gosh. Why are you tickling me with these? <laughs> yeah, we dehumanize ourselves and other people. Jesus. So you are not a human. You are to be a clone or you're supposed to be a robot with no emotions. Or a whole no, bot. Or a whole bot. <laughs> hey, y'all need to check her out, Queen Teens. <laughs> I'm nobody's whole bot. You better talk about it. Let's get into it. So, okay. So that ability to be human um, uh, negatively impacts our freedom. Oh my gosh. In so many ways. Yeah. Our freedom, um, not just to like the freedom that's traveling around the world and, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing new sites. It's just the freedom to be where you are, to be in the current state that you're in. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. Uh, Negative impacts on our goals and dreams. Oh gosh. (laughs) Well, we talked about that in the beginning Mm -hmm. because a lot of times when our goals and dreams are neglected, or they are not seen as important by the church, we sometimes try to um, reposition or, or, or change our trajectory so that we are on the track that God wants us to be on. Mm. You see that? And she in... did those quotes in the ear. Okay. <laughs> they can't see you, but I see you. You see those 
you see that happening a lot or it hasn't happened so much recently but it used to be a lot of times with football players Mm -hmm. they would get you know they would give their lives to christ and all of a sudden they will become preachers Mm. and i'm like bruh that is not you it's not your role you are a a sports person stay right there Mm -hmm. stay in that space and do amazing and express god in that area wow yeah that's good yeah these are good um negative impact on um the ability to connect authentically oh (laughs) and you're poking me again (laughs) oh gosh the ability to connect in (laughs) i'm gonna say this contrarian message here in regular church culture or i will say popular church culture Mm -hmm. which includes hierarchy Mm -hmm. which includes um, yes all Mm -hmm. of the position Mm -hmm. uh you know um putting that up on a pedestal in that space we have more relationships that are codependent and Mm. narcissistic couplings um we forgot to bring my tea okay well go ahead okay so we have we have the codependents and we have the narcissists in those situations and a lot of times those couplings cannot uh, no all the time those couplings cannot create true intimacy hierarchy cannot create true intimacy wow and so that mindset of church culture and the system of church literally demolishes intimacy and connection wow yeah oh oh, i got so much i could say okay (laughs) time 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 all right all right i'm gonna have to all right in the new year we gotta we gotta gotta start yeah we gotta hit this absolutely we're gonna hit it deeper too absolutely okay and one more on the negative impacts the ability to feel oh my gosh sometimes (laughs) <laughs> okay, you said we're going to hit this again, so I'm just going to yes. hit this quick. Yes. Um, the ability to feel. When you numb yourself out so long to oh, be yeah, pleasing to God. you've been posting about the yes, numbing. Yes, absolutely. Um, when you numb yourself out so long to be pleasing to God, your heart stops trusting you. And so in most situations, you don't even know how you feel or what you should feel or if what you feel is okay. And so you never really get to the authentic feeling. You are always trying to figure out, why do I feel like I feel? Why am I uncomfortable? Uh, Because they just betrayed you and backstabbed you. Like, you should be mad right now. But no, I'm just going to lean on the the Lord. And the fruit fruit of the spirit. It doesn't mean that we don't get angry. I ain't going to even get into that right now. Listen, we could go into that big time. Listen, listen. We... I'm going to get you back. We're going to talk about anger. Oh, God. We need to go there. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, be angry, but sin not. Mm. That's what we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. (laughs) But, um, oh, man. I hate that we are so out of time. Oh, my God. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, let's wrap this up. Is there anything you would like to say to the hearers, the listeners, he that has an ear, let him hear. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to leave with them that encourages them if they have been damaged? Psychologically? They're realizing, they're listening to these episodes and they're like, oh my God, I, I didn't realize that I've been damaged. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that this has impacted me in such a negative way. Yeah. How would you want to, how would you encourage them? 
I would encourage you to keep pursuing freedom. Mm. You know, I like it. And as you pursue freedom, freedom, you know, is not just that you go wild because we get afraid of freedom sometimes. And we think, oh, my God, I'm going to go wild if I get free. Well, in the beginning, maybe it may look like that. But when you have a real authentic relationship with God, not the church, Mm. when you have a real authentic relationship with God, he knows how to make sure that your freedom doesn't harm you and other people. That's so good. And and your heart, when you when you truly want to make sure that your connection with God is on point, you won't, you know, it's you won't fear exploring freedom. Wow. You're not going to fear it because you know that even as you explore freedom, he's with you. He's with you. And if anything needs to be curtailed, he knows how to talk to your heart, whether you are a hairstylist, a mathematician, it doesn't matter. He knows how to talk with your heart and make sure that you are walking in the direction that you need to go in. So don't be afraid. Go ahead. Begin to explore what freedom looks like and 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 how, how freedom is in connection with your relationship with God because mm. he doesn't want you to be bound wow. in any system. I hope you all are listening and getting this. This is really good. And I will add to that as we taper this off unwillingly. (laughs) (laughs) Fam, I want you to give yourselves permission to be authentic, to be human, to feel, to just be yourself. Because realize God loves you just as he created you. Not as some church clone or someone (laughs) who has been molded by the church culture. Give yourself full permission to feel, to deal, to heal from the damages you may have, you have made, that may have happened to you. Be bold enough to move on with your head up and know that there's so much more life ahead of you. It's not too late. You have much more time to do what's in your heart to do, what God's put in your heart to do. Fam, you know I love you. And I know Coach LaShawn loves you too, don't you? I sure do. (laughs) You got this. We believe in you. And we know that as we continue to walk forward, continue to get knowledge and information and expand and grow, that healing is inevitable. You are a beautiful soul. And I know you can do this. All right? So until next episode, I want you to be great, be you, be true to you. Yes? Have a good one, guys.